everybody. Uh, it's us, the Film Pigs. Uh, we're doing a very uh, special episode of The Bacon. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar, what is The Bacon? Uh, the Bacon is basically... Uh, Are you just uh, answering your own questions? <laughs> yep, so far. You, do you want to answer that? No. I mean, I had a prepared statement that you oh, just interrupted. Right, well, and then please read from your prepared statement. <laughs> <laughs> My prepared statement was that The Bacon is basically an unprepared Film Pigs podcast. Uh, used uh, as filler because we couldn't get everybody together to do a proper one. So your prepared statement is about our unpreparedness? Exactly. (laughs) That's correct. Nothing that people couldn't garner just from (laughs) that it was filler. Actually, people have been listening to us. They're completely aware of how unprepared we usually are. Uh, So uh, I'm, of course, Todd Anderson. Uh, Steve Skelton is here. That other voice you hear is not Stephen Falk. (laughs) I don't know if you recognize that. He's gone through some changes. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> that's why Steve's been absent so much He's lately. Been drinking a lot more it's like a Wachowski thing is what we've been going through with him. Uh, this is uh, Hillary Anderson. She's joining us on our sort of impromptu podcast discussion for tonight. Steve Falk is moving to New York City. So uh, there'll probably be another bacon or two before we get back together uh, uh, on Skype and do a full-on podcast. It so, could be lean bacon, though. It could be. Yeah. It could be lean bacon. We could. Yeah. We may have to go. We'll see. We'll see what technology does for us. Mm. Oh. Um, so we thought um, arbitrarily, rather arbitrarily, that we would discuss the Indiana Jones franchise for this episode of The Bacon. But just the just the theatrical. Yeah, we're not doing the TV show. There's lots of Indiana Jones stuff, of course. There's TV shows and video games and Lego video games and Lego structures and but we're and toys, <laughs> comic, uh, books. comic books. Uh, but we're just going to discuss the four feature films uh, of the Indiana Jones franchise. So, we'll start uh, with the original first, I think. Um, it, it when it was released in the theaters in 81, it was called Raiders of the Lost Ark. The uh, DVD set I have, which is the box set, DVD box set of the original trilogy. I have trilogy. the same DVD set. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> um, it, it's In the DVD set, it's called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right, so which is, yeah, because the, they went back and retconned the title. Uh, right. And claiming, like, no, that's what was all we always wanted to be. And it's all that same bullshit. That yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's Lucas-y bullshit. Yeah. So if I IMDb'd it, would it say Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark? No. It would just be Raiders. I think, I think it might IMDb be Raiders. IMDb is Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. But on, yeah, the okay. bo- on the... IMDb don't play that. Yeah, they don't play that. <laughs> and we'll see, because <laughs> they're releasing the, the four feature films on Blu-ray in the fall, in September. I think so, yeah. Um, so we'll see. But it also, and they're doing like a pretty fancy uh, transfer and uh, upgrade and stuff to it. Yeah, exactly. Of course, I mean, of course. And we'll see if they call it again Indiana Jones and the Rip. I bet they will. Or... I mean, I bet you're going to get pretty much the same package as the DVD set, just you know, uh, much better quality. Uh, much better quality, yeah. yeah. I would be surprised if they do anything else. Uh, for those of you who don't know, and uh, for those of you who need your memories refreshed, I figured I'd read the back of the DVD box uh, <laughs> so you remember what the plot no, that'll, is. No, yeah, that'll, uh, that'll fill some time. Are you ready? <laughs> ready, guys? Are you guys ready? Good. It's yeah. a go. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Join the legendary hero, Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford, in one of the greatest screen adventures of all time. Now, on DVD. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark has been meticulously restored and remastered frame by frame and features all enveloping 5.1 digital surround sound. 
accompanied by his feisty, independent ex-flame Marion Ravenwood, Karen Allen, the two-fisted archaeologist embarks on a thrilling quest to locate the mystical Ark of the Covenant. Indy must discover the Ark before the Nazis do, and he has to survive poison, traps, snakes, and treachery to do so. <laughs> and Nazis. Explore... They said... Well, he said right, Nazis. They just, Nazis were not implied. Nazis were implied. Implied yeah. that they're... A, Right, yeah, also a problem. <laughs> <laughs> he is racing then. I mean, it, it explicitly says usually he's racing the Because usually Nazis are the on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Explore the darkest jungles of South America, the bustling marketplaces of Cairo, and a top-secret submarine base with Indiana Jones as you guide as your guide to adventure, and finally witness the power of the Lost Ark unleashed as Indy stays one step ahead of the Nazis in this classic treasure on DVD. They really just summarize the whole damn movie on yeah, the back, don't is. they? They really kind of do a <laughs> There's lot There's not, not a lot left to the imagination. No, they kind of tell you all of the locations. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a spoiler. Although it doesn't <laughs> back have a... Back the DVD, a bit of a spoiler. It doesn't say, join Indy in airplanes that are represented on maps on screen. The, <laughs> well, the lines so, going across So, you know, leaves, leaves something uh, so to discover. There's yeah. that twist. Yeah. Uh, so I was wondering, uh, I mean, for me personally, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark was, you know, is one of my greatest movie memories and one of my favorite <laughs> movies. Yeah. Uh, so I was wondering, you know, I thought we'd all just tell our, our first Raiders of the Lost Ark experience. Where'd you see it? Uh, you know, how old were you? What was it like for you when you Goodness. first saw it? Can you remember the yeah, theater? Yeah, God, where I was like, uh, so it was like 81 is when it came out, right? Yeah. So, um... My God, that would uh, make me <laughs> nine. Exactly, you were nine. Yeah, yes. nine. Uh, so, and I, I believe I saw it in the old Indiana Theater in Bloomington, Indiana. It was a, it's called the Indiana Theater. It was downtown. Um, I think it's actually like a community, like actual theatrical space now. It's not, oh, really? it's not a movie theater anymore. It was converted. Because uh, in uh, Indiana, there's actually more money in regular in theater, theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I think I remember it there because because I, I remember because I, I think I saw that with my mom and my uncle. Because the thing I remember most about it is when it gets after the uh, when the arc is being. I think it's when it's on the cargo ship. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And there's that there's that bit where there's the rats running around and then the arc the, the Nazi thing burns. Yeah. yeah. Because there was in in the audience, there were some people sitting in the audience, and the rat scurried by, and it started to burn over, and like and one rat gets wonky, yeah, right? Yeah, and <laughs> and and somebody in the audience was like in front of us, we was, is that a rat? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> really? Yeah. Was <laughs> that a rat? What the hell was that? So that sounds like that old SNL bit. What the hell yeah, is what, that? What is that? What is that? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly I don't what, what it's that like. is. <laughs> no, what is that? I don't know. What is that? <laughs> but that was, I mean, for, for me, though, that was like, I mean, you know, that was just like, what, four years after Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like, holy smokes, it's Star Wars and uh, Raiders, which was like, even blew my mind as much as Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just in a completely different way. Um, yeah, so. It was, it was more, uh, I think, visceral and adult. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ra- Raiders, Raiders is the template for why I'm disappointed by most action movies now. Yeah, because none of them are true. that good. They aren't that yeah. good. Yeah. Well, they think too much. They all think too much and explain too much and overdo everything. Right. And Raiders is like a pitch perfect. Like there's it so is. much practical stunt work and practical fighting and leaping around that yeah. when you when you look at it and, and 
in context, it's not superhuman at all. Right. Except for the end, yeah. Yeah, except you know, except yeah, except but when the you get hero into the fix, but isn't I, doing but things like the, that are the physicality of, yeah. Yeah, of all the people. It seems plausible. Yeah, but but it's but it's choreographed really well. It's shot really well. It's edited really well. It's yeah. it's exciting. It's suspenseful without needing you know a CG indie swinging you know on his whip somewhere. And a long yeah. first act explaining who he is. You yeah. basically get it within five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Hillary? Where where where, where do you see it? I I saw it no less than at the Man Chinese Theater no on kidding. Hollywood nice. Boulevard. That must have been awesome. Yeah, nice. and it was called Man Chinese Theater then. I think they're called, what is it, Grommans? Is it Grommans now? now? Or is it Man's again? Well, they call it. Oh, is it Man? Well, no, it was it's, Man's Grommans Chinese Theater, I think. That's what they call it. Well, we used to call it Man Chinese Theater. Was it always Man? Well, it was Man's I it was, and then Grommans, because uh, they were different owners. They switched ownerships, and now I think it's Man's Grommans, Man's Man's yeah. Grommans Chinese. Yeah, now. it's Man's Grommans, Man's Man's Grommans. Grommans. <laughs> Double man's, double grommans. <laughs> it's Staples Center. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And that was when it had the long, long walkway, the like covered walkway all the way. So, oh, you, so right, when yeah. you attended a movie yeah. there, it was like you were going to a premiere yeah. every time. Right. You kind of like walk down the red carpet and go into the theater. But it was um, that. Of, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Careful of banging the table too much because the oh, mic it's, oh. it's all right. I just. Just realized that. Now we have to start That's over. <laughs> You're gonna take that part out, right? When yeah, you go this back will all be yeah. fancy yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. of this. Yeah, there's rest gonna rest there's, a lot of, there's a lot so, of post production goes into these uh, endeavors. So continue about okay. man Chinese. So, uh, Brahmin, man, man Chinese. It, you know, it's funny the the hype around it wasn't since we mentioned Star Wars. That that line went all the way around the entire yeah. block on Hollywood Boulevard back to the front of the theater. On the first, the that first Star release Wars. of Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. On opening night, really? Well, we weren't. I think we were. I was there the first week sometime at Man. I thought that movie. No, Star Wars had huge lines. Like, out of it, the was, like it, it blew up. It blew up. We like, how, what, why around did people get so excited about it? I know. It? I don't. Because uh, it wasn't like a, a war, star, a space action film. Just grabbed people. The no, it just. It, no, people. it was one of those things that it just. That's it amazing. Just, it, of but the time. It I don't remember it. Raiders having the same line as uh, Star Wars did yeah. for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I saw it earlier and then it picked up speed. But well, it didn't make as much money as Star Wars did. No, it? I don't believe so. No. But the I mean, if, if being we prepared there... for this, then we might know. But we didn't. But we didn't. Yeah. It was yeah. Right. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't got out my numbers. DVDs with, with prepared to read the backs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your that's, that's my that's prep. the extent of your preparation. <laughs> and you got Lafroig, and that's yeah. important yeah. to have nice. for Lafroig well. is really good. Yeah. Um, but the the thing, first of all, I remember feeling like it was the first action adventure movie I had ever seen. Even though I'd seen Star Wars, it mm-hmm. it it was it stood apart from Star Wars because of how gritty it yeah. felt and it was here it I think was, that's like it was on Earth it was Earth, on Earth yeah. and it was, right. yeah, it was real that's world right. even though it was historical it was, people, it was real, real world people yeah. I could relate yeah. to and and I, I just re- I'm remembering my mouth just dropped the entire time and then in the end being absolutely terrified Even and I was 10 but uh, that ending with the melty face yeah. That absolutely scared the shit out of me. Yeah. That was what I remember is thinking, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I shouldn't be seeing this. And my my mom was saying the same thing. I shouldn't be showing you this. Yeah. But then it was, I wanted to go back and see it again yep. immediately. It was that good. I was the same way. I, when I, I was also nine, like Steve was, when I saw it. And I saw it in Framingham. Uh, Massachusetts. Good theater, at a, like at man. A, at a mall. Uh, no. 
Uh, it was at a mall. It was like one of the early multiplexes in Massachusetts anyway. Uh, but I remember, because I saw Star Wars when I was five. I think Raiders was the first movie where I was totally engulfed in it. You know, they say writing good fiction, creating good fiction, you, you're you're putting your audience in a dream state. Mm. And yeah. the trick of keeping, what makes great fiction great fiction, no matter the medium, is that you don't come out of the dream state until the thing says, it's over, dude. Right. You know, go home. Yeah. Like Ferris Bueller coming out and saying, going home. So <laughs> I think Raiders was the first movie where... I was completely lost, you know. I was like, well, uh, Star I was, Wars. Star Wars did that for me too. I don't. Um, I, but Raiders is the exact same. It was another. It was like a repeat of the. Oh, I wow, was. I'm engrossed by mm-hmm. this, and I don't even realize I'm watching a movie right, until yeah. it's over. I have vague recollections of seeing Star Wars when I was five, but they're very vague. My memories of Raiders are more clear yeah. because I was nine yeah. as opposed right. to five. Um, so, you know, I, I had, you know, absolutely Star Wars that way, but I- Indiana Jones the first time, and also that I had a physical reaction to a movie, yeah. uh, which the ending was so scary for me, it nauseated me. I, I, I came out of the, the theater feeling <laughs> yeah. like, oh, which is hilarious because you look at that now and it's just, it's kind of silly. No, yeah, it's absolutely silly, but I was nine and, and yeah. I also, yeah. that was the first time we, ta- we talked about this actually on the, on the gag effect podcast right. yeah i mean it was the first uber gory sequence i ever saw yes so definitely. that like blew my mind and yes you look at it now and it's clearly they're just melting candles right yes uh, uh, <laughs> multi-layered uh, yeah, rapidly candles. melting candles is, is what it is <laughs> um so i guess the other the other question about about raiders is um you know and i was wondering about this like as far as its cinematic influence, um, sort of compared to Star Wars, like how influential do you do you think it's been? Not not on I think marketing necessarily and the in the corporate thing that Star Wars has influenced, but actually on movie. Well, making. but I th- I mean I think I think Raiders is hugely influential. I think it's something that uh, a lot of filmmakers aspire to and and go for, but always fail to achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, who's come close? Jeez, Adventure films close. that have come close. It's difficult. I mean, I actually kind of like. I don't think it really comes close, but it in in its attempt, it it feels in the same in the same wheelhouse. The uh, Stephen Summers first Mummy movie. Oh yeah, right. that's I, I, true. And I, I'm not I'm not saying hey, this is as good as Raid at all. But I'm saying, but it at least captured it was, the spirit. It captured the spirit of it, even though it was you know a little more clunky. Uh-huh. Um, but but you're right; still it has fun. that tongue-in-cheek yeah. kind of the yeah. the dry-witted hero yeah. and the the kind of the action that's always sort of with the comedic background. But also the plot that just moves, keeps moving. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know the scenes are usually very short and episodic. Yeah, uh, and I think that was very deliberate in the style of writers, which is in the style yeah. of old serials, appealing characters. Um, of yeah, and and but also very iconic and mm-hmm. easy to identify characters that then you know you can give a little bit of a uh, little depth and fun to. That's that's a good point. I I thought for sure you were gonna go with uh, Firewalker with Chuck Norris. I was second. I was I was gonna say Megaforce, <laughs> but uh, King Solomon's bit... Mines with Richard Chamberlain. Captain America has a little <laughs> element. Well, a, but Joe Johnson very specifically said he was going for a Raiders. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, did he? And, well, I mean, obviously the Nazi yeah. piece, but yeah. I mean, there's a kind of the the adventure spirit in that. Yeah, I feel and, like and it's and a little and bit. And I think an homage. I, it it absolutely is, and I think where he f- they fell down with that was 
jamming in all those extraneous characters that weren't needed. Right, Because that's the other thing that makes indie, you know, work really well, that Raiders works really awesome, is... The cast is fairly small. Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the you know, so there's the yeah, the supporting cool. characters are either, you know, have a few minutes of screen time or can be measured in seconds. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and the main characters, are, there's just a handful of them. So you can follow them. You can follow their story very cleanly and easily and you can enjoy it. Whereas, like, Captain America... Halfway in the movie, yes. introduces like half a dozen guys to start running around with Captain America, right. and you don't know who their names are, you care about them. Yeah, you know, you know, hey, that's the one guy from Band of Brothers. I like him, but I, why is he in the movie? Yeah, I thought Captain America definitely had some, you know, had some fun stuff to it, but was sort of convoluted in that way. But I, I would say that the reason why Raiders is still, you know. A more exciting experience um, is because I mean Captain America has superpowers. Right. The thing yeah. about Indiana Jones, even though what he's doing is ultimately in a lot of ways superhuman, he's just a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But in the first, in the Raiders, though, com- when compared to the the sequels that you know we'll get into, he doesn't do a lot of really superhuman stuff. Raiders is the most grounded. Yeah, yeah, of, no, that's true. I mean, yeah, he's just very physically adept. Yeah, he's able to uh, yeah. run and jump and tumble, well, and, and he can just and he just gets the crap kicked out of him through the entire yeah, movie. Well, that's he's the other he's thing. surviving by his smarts. Yeah, I mean that's the the element yeah. of him being a professor is the the what's the most creative part of his being an adventurer. That's his best survival yeah. superpower right. yeah, in his he, way. Yeah, because like he, you know, after he punches his way through stuff, he can then figure out like that's right. That's how they survive at the yeah, end. He's I like, run through you here. You don't want to look at this. Shot by poison <laughs> arrows. Yeah, you don't want to look at this arc when it opens because <laughs> right. I know what's gonna happen. What's your plan, Andy? I don't yeah, know. I, uh, I'm making this up <laughs> as I go. <laughs> but you know, but but he but he's very human. He's very vulnerable, and that's something that didn't really get replicated in films. I think until Die Hard. Yeah, and then and Die Hard yeah. had the same problem with its sequels because yeah. what made Die, part of what made Die Hard so exciting is he was getting the crap kicked out of him, and you saw <laughs> yes. it all the time. And, yeah. and in the sequels, it was like you weren't terribly worried about him. Yeah, yeah that's whereas true. in Indiana Jones, part of the reason you get swept up in the kind of dream state is because you're genuinely worried he's going to get hurt because he keeps getting bloodied up. Well, but it's the different. It's the mm. difference between you know in the movies. It's like you know in Raiders. I mean, you know, you have the fist fight with the giant German guy, yeah, all the, the plane spinning around. That's just a big fist fight where he's just getting clobbered. Yeah. yeah. And the fourth movie, you know, he's he's in a refrigerator when a nuclear bomb goes right. off. Right. Well, well, before we get right. into that, let's, that's a good point. Let's talk about simple. It's yeah. it's right. Let's talk about 1984's. Sequel to Raiders, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which, which is technically a prequel. Is technically a prequel, correct? Um, it is. It, it, takes place it takes place before, before Raiders. Oh gosh, I've never like noticed that. Thirty-three, I think, is when it takes place. Yes. Why? It's, That's just the story. Because, because I think they didn't want to. They didn't want to bring, have to bring uh, do Nazis again. Yeah, bring do Nazis. Oh, and that and that plot line yeah. hadn't exactly been wrapped up. So they felt like they would have to. If well, they if they were did still in the, if they're still There's anywhere a, in the forties, they'd still be, be a, have to deal with Nazis and bad guys. They could and, have gone and maybe 10 they years also, later. They also didn't want to uh, uh, probably deal with uh, Marion again um, because Spielberg wanted to cast, cast his, his wife, which was a problem. Right. His future wife. Yeah. Yes, his future time. wife. Uh, uh, he made, that's where he met her on her audition for uh, Temple of Doom. Here's the uh, the back of the DVD box. You guys ready? 
Indiana Jones brings his darkest and most chilling adventure to DVD like never before, thanks to the wonders of frame-by-frame -frame digital restoration, remastering, and immersive 5.1 digital surround sound. Uh -huh. I remember that from the original screenings. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the legendary hero from one cliffhanger to another in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, trademarked. After barely escaping a raging Shanghai nightclub brawl, Indy crash lands into the wilds of India where he uncovers a sinister scheme that has enslaved a remote village's children in a fortress-like mine. Indy must save the children and avoid becoming a slave himself to the evil thuggy cult. They're the thuggies. Along <laughs> for the raucous rescue attempt is Indy's pint-sized sidekick, Short Round. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as well as a re reluctant nightclub songbird, Willie Scott. Join Indy as he outwits bloodthirsty villains and experiences the spectacular twists and turns of a thrilling minecart chase in the ultimate roller coaster adventure on DVD. So, um, <laughs> I, I, I remember the first time I was uber excited to see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was when I got, and nobody had talked about a sequel at all. Uh, and there wasn't, you know, obviously the internet, so you didn't hear it. Yeah, much. no, at the time you didn't, yeah, unless, unless you were like getting like, you know, like fanzines. Yeah, and the, or, you or you like subscribe to yeah. Variety, you don't yeah. know. So the first time I found out about it was I, uh, why are you looking at me? No, I just hated this one, so I'm just curious <laughs> to see what you both are going to say. I thought you were, you were looking at me like like there was something horribly wrong with me. No, uh, no, it's... No, I'm not talking about the quality oh, of film. No, there is, but uh, uh, she's I, actually uh, thinking uh, right now about this Devil of Doom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I was very excited to see it. It's not, uh, not a reflection on the movie itself, but it was. I bought the Raiders of the Lost Ark on VHS, which was one of the first VHS movies sold that was affordable to buy. Right. Because when they first started, yeah, because when they them, first came out, they were like eighty hundred bucks. Um, and, and Raiders of the Lost Ark was twenty nine ninety five. Yeah. It was thirty dollars. Bargain. A bargain. A bargain. So you didn't see it in the theater. No, I did. But then, but I bought Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was the first movie I bought oh, uh, on oh. VHS. So that yeah. you know that. But before the movie starts on VHS, there's a little teaser for Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. It has nothing but the map, the plane map bit uh -huh. with like you know Indiana Jones and the Temple <laughs> of Doom and blah. And then it was like May of. 1984. So I was right. like, what? Yeah, and then, you, and, then, and then you lose your mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you watch Raiders in an even happier yeah. place because you yeah. know there'll be more. There's more. <laughs> uh, the movie itself, uh, I, 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 I saw it, I think, at the same theater. Um, but I remember this one, even though the end of Raiders was violent, my, I don't remember my parents having regrets about taking me to see it. But hmm. Temple of Doom, I remember my mother saying, that was really a lot bloodier than I had hoped. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> the guy gets his heart pulled out. Of he gets his yeah, heart that is out of hardcore. Yeah. Which, I, you know, didn't have, I mean, this is three, you know, I, th three years later, so it didn't have the same effect on me as Raiders. But I remember being, oh, that is kind of awful. And then the fire you know, coming up from the lava pit yeah. underneath and the cage. It's sort of a torture. Oh, yeah. The enslavement Kalima. of children it's that are in really some kind of a dark. You know, well, that like was, a, well, yeah, Spielberg's 80s period. It just He just loved to put children in terrible danger. Yeah. So did yes. you hate Did you hate it, it was, when you first saw it? It, 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 it irritated me. The specific characters irritated me. I mean, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones. Yeah. That so, racist so little, racist. you know, nugget. Just, uh, it, was hard, it was hard for me to watch that child. But then also she irritated me too, so much. She okay, was so whiny and screechy. Yeah. Screechy and harpy-like. 
And Re- that, really? That, I know. Yeah. I know. Curious. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's just that something about her face. I loved her in Space like, Camp. She was. Was that her in Space Camp? I don't. Yes, yeah, she I had dark hair in, yeah. in Space Camp. But uh, yeah, she, those two characters kind of put a damper on it. Well, they me. were. I mean, especially like following Marion. Yeah, I really yeah. missed her. That yeah. was that I was mean, the other. It was like to replace such an appealing actress with Kate Capshaw. Well, but was it's but it's also like such a strong woman character too, as a strong opposed female to the, character yes. and writers. And then you know, a scream queen. They yeah. replaced her with yeah. a scream queen. Essentially, who's such a good point. like like Marion is actually integral to. The story. Yeah, she held her writers. own. She was yeah. an important character, and she had the information that was needed, and she's... and she also, you know, good, you know, outdrank her entire mom. Yeah, yeah she had a survival yeah. instinct that was yeah. appealing, but she was I mean, adorable. She, it was just yeah, she uh, was she was a match for Indiana Jones. Exactly. She was like, yes, this is this is who Indy should be with, not Kate Capshaw. And Kate, and I never bought it. Yeah, Kate no, Capshaw one. was just baggage. She had to lug around. Uh, that whined and screamed, and, and then in the end, when they hooked up, it just never, it never. No, they had no. Ke- they had no. Resonate. They had no it chemistry either. Yeah. They had no chemistry either. There was a lot about it that I liked. Um, I remember really, really liking the opening sequence. I, the dan- yeah, the the scene in the, in the nightclub, in the club, was yeah, fantastic with the poison. And I remember the poison <laughs> yes, the when I was yeah, a kid, I was scene. so keyed into how my dad was reacting to things, and I remember that whole sequence. Like he clearly loved it when the when you know he has to get the antidote and then yeah. someone spills a bucket of ice. So and then with, the yeah. gem, the gem is in there somewhere. She's yeah. looking for the gem. He's looking yeah. for the antidote, and they each wind up. My dad loved that whole thing, and yeah, then after was... that, they, they get on the plane, Dan Aykroyd's plane, and uh, and and that sequence where the they have to jump out of the plane with a raft on the raft. Yeah. That's when my dad my my dad said out loud in the theater, "Oh come on!" <laughs> yes, you know, like angry. Yes. My dad would be, get vocally angry if someone ruined his yeah. suspension of disbelief, which that was. But that is that. That's like the first point where the sequel veered from what made the original so compelling, which was all the action was actually like physically believable. Right. And, and fell into the next thing so naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas right. these arbitrary yeah. setups where someone in a, in a room writing was like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. I mean, right. yeah. This it, is the the wild things that we can create yeah. this time around well, as opposed to making it all make sense somehow. Yeah, I mean, it, it, went, it went from like the believable human-centered action right, to, to a James no Bond way. fun. Well, and silly James Bond stuff. Which is great in the context of James, James Bond. James Bond, right. Uh, well, but not and, necessarily but even if it, even if But even if it uh, is that way, which is true, it's like sort of a tonal shift in that way. Um, it, it, it doesn't feel real at all. If I would have been okay with it because I, I did like the action sequences, even the com- falling out of a boat and then into a river because that was sort of comic. It, it was over the top and ridiculous. And then the roller coaster thing is also over the top and ridiculous. But if the whole movie had been that, I would have it wouldn't have bothered me so much that it's a departure from the tone of the first one. My problem with the second one is a, a laborious second act oh where there's so yeah. little yeah. action. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so much Indiana. It like they go have a creepy dinner, which is fine, but it's not really exciting. It's just kind of well, a but gross again, out. But again, the, the dinner is also like terribly racist. And yeah, yes, that's yeah. Right. How, like look at what these crazy Tribal foreigners people. Look, yes. Yeah, and it's so and, gross, isn't it, guys? And yeah. before that, they go camp. Like first they go camping, and then they have 
have a long dinner and then uh. and then they hang out in a hotel and have this like this like meeting cute thing in the hotel where they're not getting along but they're attracted to each other. Oh god, yeah, that's and, and the action so doesn't pick up the again. Doors yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and then they walk through hallways and the action doesn't pick up again until they find the secret passage in, into the right. cult thing. Right, when he, but when then he grabs the statue boobs and yeah. opens the secret passage. <laughs> and that plays and that <laughs> sequence plays more like a, a horror movie than an action movie because it's kind of slow paced yeah. and there's not a lot of action it's, except for the torture of too. lowering people and discovering until you know Short Round burns Indiana Jones out of his trance <laughs> does the movie pick up again so it's the second act it's all. It's a horrible second act yeah, it's just it awful yeah, it's a really clunky second act um, but still as far as the imagination of the set pieces and the action sequences I think it is better personally than Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which is the third film, which came out in 1989. I don't agree with you, but oh, well, I'll have you know. We'll at the end we'll each wrap up with a list of in you know. Oh, our order, top oh, to bottom. Okay, but okay. I, I was trying to segue into oh. this. You can shit on my segue if you want. <laughs> uh, so you can relive the fun and excitement of keeping up with the Joneses in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade on DVD, <laughs> digitally restored, 5.1, blah blah blah. In a prologue that reveals a young Indiana Jones, River Phoenix, River Phoenix, in one of his first adventures, this thrilling screen epic continues as an adult indie, uh, Harrison Ford, embarks on a perilous quest for his cantankerous father, Professor Henry Jones Sr., Sean Connery. The Nazis are on the trail of the Holy Grail and have kidnapped Indy's father, the foremost authority on the Cup of Christ. Follow Indy as he inches through the rat-filled catacombs of Venice, battles Nazi flying aces in a thrilling biplane dogfight, and braves the thunderous firepower of an unstoppable tank. And Wait, there was a dogfight? I thought yeah, it was just yeah. a plane chasing them. Dogfight. Dogfight. You know, two planes. planes yeah. fighting, fighting in the air. No, I don't even remember that. No, they were shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. And remember, uh, uh, his dad shoots yes. off the back oh, of Oh, yes. right, 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 right. He shoots off the tail of the plane. They got us. They got us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And behold, I stand corrected. Yes. And behold, the care. holy is obviously a very memorable film for you. <laughs> uh, and behold, the holy grail's power to give and take life is Indy and his father race against time in this timeless classic. So, uh, so how excited were you guys to see the third Indiana Jones movie? I was actually pretty excited. Yeah, me too. Despite not liking Temple of Doom, you were excited. Well, I didn't dislike Temple of Doom. I didn't think it was nearly as good as Raiders. Clearly. But uh, Raider, like Raiders, was such a you know touchstone as in film for me and just in character that even a lousy mm-hmm. Indiana Jones, I was happy to get. Yeah, yeah. that's how I felt too. Yeah, as 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 disappointing as the second one was, just going to see it, it had so many yeah. fun elements. Harrison Ford still just charmed the pants off well, yeah. me. And the action still was when it was happening was still good enough that I was still I was still in the in the game. Did you I take s- your pants off in the theater or did you wait? Every so. time I see them, my pants just fall <laughs> off my body. It's like a an uncontrollable reaction. Can be very. It's awkward. like breakaway clothes. <laughs> <laughs> they just disintegrate on me. It's bizarre. Yeah. But the but yeah, I was really excited about that one because I was I'm a big well, Sean but, Connery but this, yeah, fan. Yeah, but this, yeah, this was also still like a, at the height of Sean Connery. 
Yeah. Um, so you're like, oh, and he's going to be his dad? He's awesome. James yeah. Bond is his dad? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. It's a great idea. And I was older in high school at that point. I was only, I, was, I guess I was a junior. If it was 89. Yeah, oh, yeah, because I graduated in, in 90. So, uh, so that was like the first real, because 84 was, I guess it was probably more junior high or hmm. the very beginning of high school. I don't know. Uh, no, it would have been junior high because it came out in May. Uh, yeah. So that would have been there. Well, anyway. No, 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 no. 89 is high school. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I was thinking about Temple of Doom in right, 84, right, right, right. so 89 was junior year. Well, I'm glad we got that clear. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was but, high school. But boys. it was exciting because <laughs> I got to see it with my best friend from uh, from growing up was Darren. We were both super excited to see it. And we and the, <clears throat> my school, the first Wednesday of every month, it was a half Wednesday because they would have their staff meetings in the afternoons. Uh, so And it opened on a, on a Wednesday, I'm pretty sure. And so we got to see like one of the first screenings nice. of it, yeah. like in a matinee. We were super excited. But I remember, and I remember really liking it, um, and I still enjoy looking at it. Uh, but I remember not, like it was the uh, one of the first movie experiences I had where I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. But it didn't. I don't know. It just didn't. It was fun to watch, but I didn't feel it wasn't. I wasn't lost in it. Yeah. I, 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 when I saw it, I didn't feel like that. You know, I mean, I didn't think it was as great as Raiders, but I was like, oh, that was a lot of fun. It wasn't until, you know, subsequent viewings in later years. I was like, yeah, it's not really a... It's not, it's hold not up. really as good. But, it, didn't, uh, it didn't have the punch for me in the theater. The first, and I liked yeah. it, and I had fun, and I was like, that was fun, but I didn't walk out. Like, I was ready to move on after I walked out. Raiders, yeah. like, I didn't want... Although, I wanted to although, live in Raiders although, Lost I think Art. I yeah. think in a lot of cases, though, uh, Last Crusade... Like the action got back to more realism. That's true. Than Temple of Doom. That's true. Yes, the, but act, it, there the was, sequences fell more naturally yeah. into each. Because in, in even like like the whole tank sequence where he's stuck on the tank and fighting guys on the tank. I love you know, that. That that's was really cool. Felt way more real and like oh, there's guys are really doing that than jumping out of the plane in the raft. But in all the action sequences yeah. in this movie. They goofed it up too much. It like became too like, much a little, of a comedy. It was a, got a little too comic. Yeah. And then there were like that tank sequence. I remember one of the things that really took me out of it was the shot of the tank going over and the Nazi guy. Oh yeah, the terrible effect. It was the... such a bad like computer effect. I, no, it wasn't. Or whatever it was. Not them. In that, no, no, couldn't you just not. see the decisions in the room though at the time? It's like okay, the second one we got too serious. That was yeah. too intense. We had enslaved zombie children. Yeah, we, we gotta lighten the, guy we gotta lighten the, the mood a We gotta little, like yeah. get back to the goofy indie. Yeah. People like the quirkiness of the first one. I think, I think you're right. They went a little too far I think in it's the a, quirky yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, they went a little too dark right? on, on creepy yeah. on the second one. And then overcompensated a little on the There were a, a lot of goofy on Nazi antics. Like, yeah. remember the spinning room? And... Yeah, well and the <laughs> and the playing <laughs> just the whole concept of playing but, him as, you know, a put upon son who's you know, who's got daddy issues. Yes. And their like kind of cheesy relationship. It was it was so, so comedic. It kind of took some of the balls out yeah. of Indiana out Jones. Of Indy. I yeah, I agree. Um, but on the other hand, I it felt like a smoother movie to me. None of all of them just got they got it's a much better it's a tighter it's a much tighter movie than Temple of Doom. Than the second yeah. one. Yeah. It yeah. just in the and end I was a little more pleased, but also for, but it's true forgettable. The the sequels just one after the other forgettable. 
uh, you know, in comparison to the original. Well, is... I do love Denim Elliott in the third one. Yes, he's oh, marvelous. Oh, yeah, he's very, he's he's very funny. Yeah, he's but so also, good. I mean, because it, they bring him along for the ride, and, the, and, and it, I, you know, I'm not saying it wasn't good comedy necessarily. It just, it... it it diffused the excitement for me because there was just well, too much of I it. Think, I think both of those sequels, yeah. I mean, they, they both, like, hit, you know, on either side of Raiders, you know? Yeah. Like, right. the too dark and the too light. Too goofy. You know? Mm-hmm. And so they never quite, uh, they never quite got back to, you know, the, the magic of the original, which, you know, when you, if you actually think about it, like, well, how could you? Yes. I know. It's, so, I can't, it's hard, it's hard to blame, uh, well, it's easy to blame the fourth one. But uh, the two, the which two is sequels. clearly <laughs> them trying to capture the original right. essence yeah. so in ni- so many ways. Nineteen years later, nineteen years after Last Crusade, we have in 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 08, Nineteen years. Nineteen. That's kind of years. mind-blowing. That's it? a voting age adult. Oh my yes. Gosh. Nineteen years later, crazy. we have Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I, right. I actually, honestly, I just want to knock that DVD out of your hand. Right <laughs> you know what's so sad? And I saw it. And I pro- I think I've seen it twice. I can't remember the story. <laughs> I know that sa- that sounds awful, and I'm not an aged. I'm not a, a highly yeah, aged not, person. Yeah, I want to say for yeah, it's not your it's, five listeners. Yeah, you're not forgetting things. I'm you're, not. I'm not <laughs> so old that that just happens now. It's just a really forgettable movie. I, it's, that's how forget the other ones. I remember the details mm-hmm. of the second and the third. Well, absolutely. Maybe the right. maybe the back of the box will help you. Remember. Oh, good. Thank you. I was hoping you were going to read the back of the box. Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. I'm reading it that way because they're all bold, all caps, all of a sudden on the back of this box. Bring you the greatest adventure of all time in a film packed with quote sensational awe-inspiring spectacles Roger Ebert Chicago Sun Times You do have to put that in quotes Yeah well Roger Ebert Roger Ebert Roger Ebert that guy makes me so mad He's an asshole He doesn't know Uh, Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull finds Indy trying to outrace a brilliant and beautiful agent Kate Blanchett for the mystical all-powerful Crystal Skull of Akator Is that am I saying that right? Who cares In a quest that is filled with spectacular fun which was a quote from Claudia Puig of USA Today She's wrong She's an idiot Yeah she is Teaming up with a rebellious young biker Shia LaBeouf Oh, and his spirited original love Marin, Karen Allen, the only thing he actually gave to the fans of the original yeah. movie. Indy Does takes it say you... that in the back of the... No, I, oh, I added that kidding. in. A little subtext. A little, sorry about that. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. It's, uh, quite honest for an <laughs> yeah, Indy. Really back. For the... <laughs> Indy <laughs> takes you on an action-packed adventure in the exciting tradition of the classic <laughs> Indiana Jones movies. Like the exciting tradition of church. <laughs> <laughs> or the exciting tradition of filing your taxes. (laughs) (laughs) So, was I excited to see uh, Indiana Jones? Uh, No. I was curious. I was reserved. Yeah. And uh, after, really because of the Star Wars movies, the prequels, I was like, there's no way anything George Lucas is involved in, but maybe Spielberg could tip the scale and make it a, a, a less... Stupid kind of thing no, that Lucas is going to make. Spielberg could have done that. Yeah, but but not a twenty first uh, century. Spielberg. Knowing Karen Allen was in it. That's was the only thing draw. I got excited about. I was like, yeah. But then, but I knew that that was the trick. They were tricking me with her. Well, and I, I she wish seemed, I thought that. I, that yeah. yeah, she I seemed realize. lost. 
Oh my god. Well, but she also she'd been out of acting for how? Well, many and years? they wrote her nothing. Yeah, so and it was yeah, yeah like she had a tar- was... her part was terribly written. Yeah. And and yeah, and and she's just out of the game for a long time. But I I don't I didn't care about that. That was I could have forgiven that. It's the fact that on top of that, she had a nothing role. Nothing part. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, she had nothing to do, and and as a result, like her I think character had none of the strength. She just that it seemed had lost in, in the movie. Raiders. Yeah, yeah. It was it was. Yeah, so but strange. but again, she's doing it. She's been out of acting for how long? And she's spending most of her time in front of green screens. I'm not blaming Karen Allen. At she just all. looked like I Liam Neeson in episode one. I don't think she was bad in the movie i just think that there was nothing for her to do and probably yeah. because she's been working you know uh, make doing in a, in a yarn factory, shop or right? whatever for a long time that she you know yarn. she was just sort of <laughs> she seemed confused yeah uh, she didn't seem like a bad actress she seemed like a good actress who was who was confused as to what was happening I feel so guilty. Even I, I'm. I love Karen Allen so much, and I really, I'm an admirer of hers. And I mean, in uh, Scrooge, Starman. I, lo- I honestly, Starman. I'm a big, I'm a big fan. And Ghost I, in the Machine. It was hard for me to watch her in this movie. Yeah. Really, really hard. I hope she never finds this, this, <laughs> this on the on, on the interworld anywhere because I just hate speaking badly about her. But it was it was awful watching her. She was so, I don't. But agree. again, it's like I don't she know, was terrible. Yeah. It was like they but picked so was Harrison Ford. Yeah, so was every, everybody was Kate Blanchett was bad. You're in right, Kate Blanchett. Was, Do you remember Harrison? I, mean, I don't feel I mean, guilty but think, about but her. Think about, but think about Luke. But think about it like you go back to episode one and think about like Ewan McGregor's terrible in those movies. Right. Not yes. because he's a bad actor, but because of George Lucas. That's okay. I can see that. Okay. Like, like Natalie Portman is like you. You know, she's not necessarily the greatest actress in the world, but she's not nearly as bad as she is. So in you're saying the Star it's Spielberg's fault. The, Luke, the, Lucas the, is I mean, Lucas's Lucas fault. The, yeah. the, the, the lack of direction. Of, yeah. Well, it's well no, it's was the, the director. It's the insistence. See, that's why I'm thinking. It's I the think insistence it's on doing things a certain way, and Spielberg clearly just gave up with Lucas and just did whatever Lucas wanted to do on this movie. He said he said as much in uh, interviews. Hmm. Well, that was uh, that was too bad because if she looked lost, I felt completely lost watching yeah. the movie. I mean, the, Crystal Skull I, was a test was... case in Spielberg and Lucas are you know you know buds. They've been friends for decades. They're too and, close. They're and, too close yeah, to this. They're case. too close. They were too close to the case. Spielberg was clearly a case of Spielberg not being able. I mean, Spielberg himself now I think has a lot of trouble making a good movie. Yeah. But he's still way better, like orders of magnitude better than Lucas. But he's unable to tell his friend that you're sucking this up. Well, the and two we can't of them together, they, they had only yes men around them. Exactly. There was no one saying, this kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. The that's acting the, sucks. There's no, there's, the story there's no, there's is no Rick McCallum. Yeah. We're aiming for an alien crystal. Now I'm remembering. They're not so aliens. The back. They're not aliens. But they're not aliens. Yeah, they're, they're but like it's also from it's like that. that, but, that no, but that doesn't know, like, But that MacGuffin right. is so dumb too, because it's like this MacGuffin of like this crystal skull, which was revealed to be a hoax like 30 years ago. So it's not even a real artifact. Right. It's yeah. a dumb thing that Lucas just latched onto and didn't seem to do any research on. Huh. I didn't know there was any basis as, in it. As a, yeah, as opposed to, as, I mean, because the, the 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 old like the basis of the mythical artifact was it was this, you know, intricately carved crystal skull that's one of 
a series of things that are huh, really old artifact. and no one knows like you know technology didn't exist how old these things oh, are I to make see. these things so there's all those conspiracy theories about what they were but it was a hoax it, oh. was, a, it was a goddamn hoax I didn't so, know there, it was real yeah. in you know even mythical world yeah. at all but it was you know, I mean, it was it was proven as a hoax a long time ago so wow. you know and, and Lucas's big thing about the indie movies is you know finding the MacGuffin that's being chased the whole time and you know Ark of the Covenant was great Okay, the I don't know the rock collection wasn't so hot uh, in Temple of Doom, uh, or the thermoses or whatever the glowing thermoses <laughs> the they were. Like the rock collection? Yeah. I don't remember there being. There was, was one. There was three rocks. You're right. The thermoshape rocks. There's a bunch of rocks. Magic rocks. And and then, and but then <laughs> Holy so Grail is like okay now we're back to something very tangible. And so but then Crystal Skull didn't make any sense because it's yeah. not a real thing in in real world mythology. So. You know, I mean, for me, it seemed that when they when the stories were clicking better, it's when they were going after like Judeo-Christian artifacts. That's absolutely true. I would I say the 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 way I understand how that story got developed, is but that, that just might be a coincidence because yeah. you know, it's, uh, the way I understand you got a how good that story, you can put any MacGuffin you want. In yeah, there. exactly. Right. The story got developed that way though because Lucas really wanted it to be Indiana Jones and aliens, right? Yeah, the original Space aliens. Yeah, the original thing because he wanted to do like a fifties sci-fi, right. and Spielberg movie. refused Cowboys to. Re- Spielberg, yeah. Spielberg didn't want to make another movie with aliens, and he also thought it was stupid to have Indiana Jones with aliens because it is a. Stu- Idea. But then his compromise was, okay, they can be alien-like, but as long as we're not calling them aliens, I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, Well, again, this is, this is Spielberg not putting his foot down as an artist. Right. And saying, that's a bad idea and it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. Now... I, I, I understand, you know... It's him just being old and tired of arguing with his old friend. Yeah. There there was a lot of distracting performance in the movie, one of which was Indiana Jones' Harrison Ford. He was so goofy. Like, remember I when just he... I thought he was... I mean, because he's old, he saw, but he's so tired he throughout just, the whole He thing. seemed tired, but also goofy. It, like, it, like he well, was a hot. little bit hot. He was, what, do you mean, what do you mean a little remember bit? Remember when he saw... Like, when he first sees Karen Allen in that camp... The, his reaction is so weird. He's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what? What? Yeah, it's so weird. He would, like became shaggy from Scooby-Doo. It was like, what is happening to Indiana Jones? Zoinks! But the There's thing, my lady! To me, the most distracting, uh, and I don't like to talk smack about uh, actors, at least not publicly, but the most distracting element of that movie, cast-wise, was Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, because he did. He yeah, wasn't but, acting the time or anything. He was just yeah. being his self with a leather jacket. But and but I, but beyond yes, that though, that's it's true. like but beyond. Well, like, but you know, I mean, the, I'm not a big Shia LaBeouf fan to begin with. But I again, that's just a lame story choice. Yeah, to it have is. the long lost son <sighs> of Indy and Marion. It's a bad story idea. It's a bad choice, and it doesn't matter what actor you put in there, no matter how good they are, it's still going to yeah. be a bad choice. That contrivance yeah. is yeah, so, so awkward just to start. It would have been so much more interesting to see like a like a geriatric Indian Marion having an adventure together again. Yeah, that would have been better. That's all you needed. I, I, he should have just found her in another bar doing her yeah, exactly. thing and picked exactly. up where they left off. Or better off, they own a adventure. bar together. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've been married yeah, and, for a long yeah, and, time. Yeah, and, and this time the adventure comes to them. them. Ah, yes, that's... There's your 
tag That's line. very Pay me. Mummy Returns S. <laughs> yeah. Where the couple yeah. have given up their adventuring right, ways right. and the adventure comes to them. Okay, so maybe that's not the best example. So it's possible let's, that let's it already could have gone. And it wasn't that great. It, so. it didn't work out so I, well. <laughs> uh, pitch redacted. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, but... She, she makes a good point. Uh, so let's wrap this up by uh, giving our, our list in descending order of best to worst. Uh, so worst, worst first. Uh, yeah, wor- why don't you? That's a good idea. We'll go worst first. Uh, oh, I meant well, the other way. All right. that's whatever. Why, that's why I was trying to clarify. Yeah, good. we can go whichever way. You whichever want. way. Um, but and, st- and go. Okay. <laughs> so Hillary, you're let's first. see. Last is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Worst, okay. The second worst is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Okay. And then Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And number one, of course, Indiana Jones. And the, I, I can't say that. Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Raiders is number one, of course. What about your list there? Yeah, Skull? I mean, Crystal Skull is so far at the end of the list. It's not even on the list. It's yeah, the worst true. of everything. Um, it's so... In life, yeah. It's a. It's after it, Firewalker, yeah. King Solomon's Mines, Alan Quarterman, The Lost City of Gold. It's like endless. All the yeah. knockoffs. Remo Williams. Remo Williams. Yeah, way, way, way worse. worse than that. It's past Hudson Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> That's good call. Uh, uh, worse than Lassiter. So, <laughs> High Road to China. Well, no, at least Lassiter has the uh, the originally cast Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's true. Hey, hey, uh, High Road to China. I like that's not to... cool. Oh yeah. yeah, we should. Okay, High do your list. Quickly down, no, yeah, if we're yeah, gonna go, yeah, if we're gonna yeah. go, the indie that could have been. That's uh, one. More, I have one more question after your list because I have one more. All question. right, all right. Well, it's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Crystal Skull is fuck that thing, um, and then I go, I go back and forth between Temple of Doom and uh, Crusade. Mm-hmm. So I think this time I am gonna go Crusade this time, mm-hmm. just because as we were talking, I think even though the act, the 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 way they handle the actions, goofy, a little more like mm-hmm. tongue in cheek, it's more real. So you, it's set up. So you're going. So you're going the same order as Hillary. No. I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, you switched. No, 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 no. You're no Crusade and then like like Temple. Well, you we're, you switched because we're going from worst to best. Yeah, no, no. I'm going to put Temple as my second, second worst. worst. Oh, you and are? then Crusade and then of course right. Okay. Okay. But but I I often go back and forth between Temple and Crusade. I'm I put I go worst Skull. Second worst for me is Crusade and uh, Temple of Doom. Despite the pacing problems, I like how different it is yeah. from the rest of the. Franchise. And at least it doesn't it's have at that, least completely that, different. That, that, that sad uh, immortal Templar guy in the cave. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> which is yeah, yeah. dumb. It's yeah. so and dumb. at least they don't throw some crazy family members in that. It seemed like after that one, it was all. Wacky new family members getting introduced. Yeah, that's true. To it became end. too yeah. family oriented, which is something I wasn't that crazy about. Um, um, and Raiders, of course, is the first. And to me, Raiders is still well, the best action adventure. Ra- film yeah, Raiders is hands down the best action movie ever made. Absolutely. I, I, I don't know how you could argue against that. So here's my final question. Um, of course, you can't ima- actually imagine, you know, Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones because he they offered it to him first, and then Harrison he, did, he couldn't do it because of because of Magnum. He couldn't get him he, in the same type of situation that later Pierce Brosnan found could, him in with Ryan Steele right. when they asked him to be James Bond in the eighties. Well, maybe if they make another Indiana Jones movie, and he couldn't they get out of his, uh, should cast Tom Selleck. <laughs> that would be uh, awesome. But <laughs> no. as let me ask you this: as a you know a star, an acting star, who's a career do you ultimately appreciate more? 
Harrison Ford or Tom Selleck. Given that Harrison Ford's uh, box office is way huger than Tom Selleck, but you know Tom Selleck's obviously more of a TV guy at this point. But he had a lot of movies. Yeah, but he still, but he does a lot of movies, does a lot of TV movies. So the question is, is are do you appreciate Selleck more, or do you appreciate Harrison Ford? I actually more? I appreciate Selleck more because he's still at his age now. He still seems to enjoy what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And Ford has been a cranky guy who doesn't seem like he likes acting for 30 years. Mm-hmm, that's true. What about you? You know what? I I still am going to go with Harrison Ford to appreciate because... Girl. <laughs> you know, that. but that's a... Tom Selleck but is Selleck, a yeah, heartthrob for, for decades. It's not about hot... It's not a hot factor. But uh, Harrison Ford's hotter. No, I'm just kidding. He also, not a hot, he also not has a access to better weed. He's, he's, he's much more stoned, and he's a carpenter like Jesus was. No, it's, um, he's a stone Jesus carpenter. <laughs> I just can't. Indiana Jones to me is like an iconic character, and he is. He will always be Indiana Jones yeah. for me. And there's something so well, and Han Solo. visceral about that connection. From It's funny, and I do see Han Solo too, but when I look at him, I immediately think Indiana well, Jones. Imagine this. If, imagine, a parallel universe, imagine a parallel universe where they're switched places. So Harrison Ford was Magnum P.I. and Tom Selleck was Indiana Jones. And they're, they have the exact opposite careers. <laughs> So Selleck was Han Solo. <laughs> you really want me to love Selleck? Re- I'm just thinking. <laughs> Why just are you pushing no, wait, So you're also saying Selleck was also Han Solo? <laughs> I'm saying he was. He had oh. Harrison Ford's career, and Harrison Completely. Ford has his career. Would you feel that same so way? So Tom Selleck was if a he CIA was all the agent in uh, the, yeah. the what's it called movies? Um, oh, like the, the Patriot Games, all the Patriot yeah. Games, and all the because that was Tom Selleck. Yeah, and um, he was also Tom Selleck was in K19 Widowmaker. And yes. <laughs> Then I imagine uh, Tom Selleck would be the guy that I'm imagining. <laughs> okay. I can be So it's fickle. the iconic character. That's so just the character, the role makes the man. It's the iconic character. As a movie yeah. star, the But I think that's true for audiences. Yeah. That's why these curmudgeonly actors who don't, who just they play it dial it characters. in, it's because people look at them and think, I always loved Indiana Jones. It's well, the but characters also, and not the actors. But I also think yeah. it's like, yeah. when you look at like, like Selleck and Ford, they're also like, they're very similar in the type. Of like movie star that they are, right? And you, we don't really have anybody like this. I mean, they were kind of like the last of the like, just kind of like rough, manly uh, movie stars. The mm-hmm. last kind of the Steve McQueen types, and now we have just nothing but pretty boys. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, that's true. Now, I'm, now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Generations. That's. Well, that's our uh, that's our special film picks bacon on Indiana Jones and the Indiana Jones uh, pictures. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm Todd Anderson. I'm here with Steve Skelton and special guest Hillary Anderson. Thanks for coming, Hillary. Thank thanks you, Hillary. And thanks everyone for listening. And enjoy your move to New York, Steve Falk. Even though you'll probably never listen to this. <laughs> and just don't watch Crystal Skull. <laughs> there you go. We love you, Steve. <laughs>